enter if you dare this ghastly conversation of teens fraught with despair and recent lacerations. Final girl, chase after her, don't let her get away. But first, the slumber podcast massacre. Well, <laughs> welcome to Slumber Podcast Massacre with TNA. That's Tim. That's Andy. And this is a podcast about horror. Every week, Tim and I, we jump in and we talk about a different film from the horror genre, from your well-known classic down to that rare gem eating off-brand cereal on the back of your <laughs> video store shelf. This week, Tim and I are going to talk about the 1993 holiday, not really holiday, but holiday-ish themed leprechaun because it's going to be saint patrick's day tim do you have a favorite folklore legend Hmm. Um, i know you know a lot of cultural folklores from around the world yeah well you know i i have to say that like the first one that comes to mind and it's it's just wild how you ever have something that you you sort of get into it and sort of cosmically by virtue of you getting into this thing, suddenly it becomes popular like all across the world. Sure. That was me with Krampus, like oh. the whole Krampus thing. Like I just thought it was like the funniest idea that there was an evil Santa Claus and that he like beat kids and threw them in a sack and dragged them to hell and all this stuff. And I just thought it was the weirdest, creepiest like bit of folklore ever. And then all of a sudden, bam, the movie comes out and Krampus everything everywhere. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that was always a favorite of mine to take. Cause you know how I love the, the juxtaposition of things or, you know, the playing the opposites and to, to take something like Santa Claus or Christmas and, and turn it on its head with an evil version. I always actually, before I heard of Krampus, I think I heard of a guy called the, the Vinox man, which is what the, uh, the Germans call him. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I think I I don't know if Weihnachtsmann is Krampus, like it's just a different word, but I just thought it sounded so cool and evil. Weihnachtsmann. Yeah. Um, but uh either way, that was that was one of my favorites. Is How that, about you? Do, maybe do you that's any? The, oh god. Um I mean, I I don't know a lot. I do kind of like Irish folklore in in a broad sense, or uh like banshees and that's about the extent of my knowledge. Manchies and leprechauns. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, I don't really have a favorite. <laughs> but well, wait, yeah. I want to ask you, on, on the, what was it? The Vinochmon? Vinochmon? Is that, is, was there a character from um, uh, um, the Nutcracker who was kind of that? Because, okay. I only ask, and maybe I'm just like smashing things together to make my own. There was like a stop motion version of the Nutcracker I watched when I was a kid. And there's a bit in the beginning there where it's like, if you, if it's like Christmas and you're not asleep by a certain time, this person, and it will show the guy like in the window and he turns the kids into mice. That scared me so much as a kid. (laughs) And I would not put it past that being related. I don't think it's Krampus. But when you said Vinoxmon, I was like, oh, but that might not be it. But it's a similar idea yeah. of this joyous time, a time for fun, a time for merriment. And damn it, if there isn't uh, uh, the counterbalance of evil. 
in Christmas and in the upcoming uh, holiday, St. Patrick's Day, which is of Irish descent, which is also what leprechauns are in Irish descent of transition. Let's do it. You did it. You did it. You nailed that one. I felt like I was like joke forcing that too hard. That <laughs> still didn't turn out right. Anyway, so this is Leprechaun from 1993. This is written and directed by Mark Jones. Um, who Tim historically uh, loved doing movies about people short stature because after this he did a movie called Rumpelstiltskin like give it a rest dude oh my god he didn't uh, learn his lesson no and this stars Warwick Davis and Jennifer Aniston they're really the only names of note maybe um, uh, Mark Holton who plays Ozzy the fat yeah. guy because yeah. he was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure uh, this is a budget of uh, 1 million box office 8.5 hit, but also not very well recepted. I will say I saw this movie a long time ago and I've seen a number of its sequels a long time ago. And not that I would have said like, oh, check out Leprechaun. <laughs> they weren't, you know, I wasn't like, oh, those are good movies. This movie was nowhere close to as good as I remember. I Like when I was turning it on, I saw Rotten Tomatoes was at like 22%. And I was like, oh, come on. Like, I get it. Like, it's a little schlocky, but holy shit, Tim. <laughs> this is by far, by far the worst movie we've done. It is. And and it it may be the only the only other contender would maybe be the burning. But I liked the burning more than I. Liked right. It. Yeah. A total new appreciation for the burning. Yes. Like I feel <laughs> I was being so petty during the burning in retrospect. Yeah, it is just just absolutely rocketing up the charts at this point. Uh, yeah. I, I, if you can make the burning look good, that that shows just how bad you are. And this movie. I, I, I thought it was foolproof. I had never seen it ever uh, until preparation for this. And sometimes I think your instincts, uh, I, I've been wrong before. I've, I've not watched movies. How about Alien as an example? Sure. Not watched movies and then watched them and been like, what have I been doing with my life? And then sometimes I think that those instincts are taking you in the right direction. And I always veered away from this movie because it just didn't appeal to me in any way. Uh, and that was the right thing to do because, damn it, even though it was as bad as it was, I thought it was going to be OK no matter what, because even if it's crap, I love crap and I love, you know, schlocky everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm like, at least I'll enjoy it from that. But it wasn't it wasn't. I think something that really makes a movie likable when it's bad is that at least if they're trying hard. Like, I didn't even get the impression that there was a lot of effort put into this movie. No. And, you know, if, if, you, if you're trying really hard, but it sucks, like, that's kind of just sweet in its own way. But when you don't even try, they shot the thing in three weeks. Uh, they just blazed through it. It took that long. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know There's why. There's a point put... where Jennifer Aniston, like, where they, they've been attacked, like, three times. And, like, she sounds annoyed. Like, give him back the gold. Like, they don't know where it, you know, it's just like, fuck this movie. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, but you're right. And, and but just kind of sticking with that for one second, Jennifer Aniston, I, I was, that was one thing I was kind of excited about. Not that I'm a huge Jennifer Aniston fan, but I was like, oh, this will be interesting to see her. I wonder, you know, this early in her career, is she, 
is she not going to have developed her chops yet? Because, you know, I'm not saying she's God's gift to acting, but she's got, you know, good comedic timing. I enjoyed and- a number of her movies. I think she is a good movie actress. She was fine on Friends for, yeah. you know, I don't like that show as much as I used to, but she still does fine. Yeah. And so I was I was excited to see like, oh, I wonder, you know, is, is she going to suck like she hasn't honed her skills yet or is she going to be great? And I could immediately see that that sort of innate likability uh, in her that translated into, you know, her career years later. But, um, you know, it, her, whatever charm she has is not enough to save the movie. Oh, um, what an unlikable character. Yeah. And they go out of their way to her unlikable. Yeah. Like. There, there's and, and they keep doing it like they keep bringing up the fact that like oh here's the you know for lack of a better term like rich bitch which i don't even really understand what the whole family dynamic is anyway dude no no idea i because even even though they give the most hammy like opening line <laughs> of exposition like Oh, dad, of course I'm disappointed. Here I am with my hick dad for the summer in North in uh, New Mexico, you know, and that's the most we ever understand about the relationship of those two. Yeah. Mother. What was why? Where is the mother? There's no mention of a mother and that's fine, but it's just kind of weird. Yeah, you get the impression that she like it, it comes from like a wealth and and pampered lifestyle in California. Right. And then now she's having to slum it with her dad. But it's like, how did how is there no reference of that? Normally, a, a dad character in that situation would say something like, well, I know it's no Beverly Hills, but, you know, you're stuck with your. Yeah, you're your not dad. with your mom this summer. Right. Yeah. Yeah, your mom and and her rich new husband or something like that. Like that that creates some groundwork, you know, but th- no, we don't even get that. How old is she supposed to be too? Like that, is, yeah. does she not have her own place yet? <laughs> well, that's the hard thing about about it just being Jennifer Aniston in general because you just assume that she's like in her mid 20s like her friend's character, <laughs> right. you know? But I think she's supposed to be like uh 18? Sure. 19. I mean, no she's, clue. yeah. Cause she's, did they mention old enough college? to go rent a hotel room by herself? Oh, that's true. That's what she says. She, I'm going to go make a hotel reservation. Cause yeah. Cause not only is she spending the summer with her dad, it's at his brand new home. He's moving into that day. Yes. Oh, we should back up just a slightly the home we've already uh, come across. Should we do Nan some real quick? Yeah, well, let's bang that out. It's important because you're going to get lost (laughs) on this one. No one's going to understand what's going on. Okay. (sighs) Deep sigh. Tori is spending the summer with her father in a country home in North Dakota. It has everything. A tarantula, a ragtag painting crew, and a leprechaun imprisoned by the previous tenant. But there's a twist. The leprechaun is not the friendly folklore figure you remember. Seeking his stolen gold, the leprechaun bites, maims, and murders his way to his property. That was as encouraged as I was to write a synopsis for this movie. There you go. That's it. Yeah, well, bless you for even trying. I mean, holy <laughs> mackerel. Yeah, what, what, I, you know, I, I'm obviously, you know, of, of part Irish background. And I'm familiar as as much as anybody is with with leprechauns, but I didn't I didn't know the whole shoe thing. That was new to me. Yeah, that, that seems like a new, that just seems like a combination of like the cobbler's tale 
Yeah. There are elves that do shoes and, right. and they just, which is the one thing I kind of liked in this. I kind of like, well, I liked that you have a creature with magical powers, but they also have a, like, there's a blockade. There is a, um, uh, I don't want to say kryptonite. I can't think of the right word, the word I'm looking for, but you know, they have a weakness, I guess, essentially yeah, uh, that they actually use to their advantage at one point. And I was like, I like that now. It uh, it's not very thorough because his thing is wherever he find when he finds a shoe he's got to clean it right right but of all the shoes like he never really cleans them there's one that has blood all over it and he just kind of wipes it a couple times it goes oh there we go <laughs> sorry that was way that what I just did way too Irish sounding yeah to, to way correctly too <laughs> yeah by comparison oh, yeah and it's and and let's talk about that for one second because. <laughs> If Listen, gonna, folks, we're jumping all over. Yeah, there is right. uh, nothing coherent about this episode. We didn't care about the background of it. I don't care why it got made, who talked to what executive, uh, what idea spurned it. Fuck this movie. Well, let me just fill in one of Unless those. You've got blanks. a couple things. Yeah, I'll ahead. fill in one of those blanks that it was actually. I mean, this just should tell you like the path that this was going to go down from the very beginning when it actually honestly was inspired by lucky charm cereal. I like, did read that, that literally that combined with the movie critters, which was kind of a, one of the, I don't want to say one of the first, but one of the first that I remember of, of horror movies that had like little creatures and yeah. the idea that little creatures could be scary. I'm so but, remiss to revisit that. Cause I remember enjoying that a lot and I'm worried it's going to be really yeah. bad. That they could go. It's a flip of a coin. Yeah, it's going to be awful. Like I'm not, sure not Ghoulies like is bad. I like always critters, mix up Ghoulies. I feel like it's good. Yeah, I don't know. But um, but no, with the with the whole Irish thing, um, you know, as an actor, especially as an actor in in England, you would think that somebody would have a halfway decent handle, um, even if they're just doing a stereotypical Irish accent. That And they could pull that off, especially if they're going to be starring in a movie as a leprechaun. <laughs> right. And you're going to have other people in the movie that also have Irish accents that aren't the world's greatest, but they're not awful. But the worst accent in your movie is from the fucking leprechaun. Yeah. Like that was a misstep. It's and not even like I there was no point where I was just like, I, I guess I'm trying to say the whole movie I spent. Just really listening hard. Like, am I tricking myself into thinking he does is not doing an accent? Because it obviously doesn't sound American, but I'm like, am I just being dumb where I'm just like, if I heard it, if I heard it again out of context, I'd be like, oh no, that's definitely Irish. But yeah, there's no way. All they did, the, the extent of his Irish accent was just inserting me instead of my in as right. many in as many different places as possible or just using yeah. phrases like i typical irish phrases yeah. but with and this kind of voice right and uh and it's ridiculous too i mean it's it's for god's sake it's a professional film and i last night just last night i was being like just coddled and <laughs> fawned over and people were buying 
shots for me left and right because I was doing my Irish accent with people <laughs> and I, I wasn't telling, I, I mean, I led them to believe that I was from Ireland and they, they fell for it hook, line and sinker. And they were calling their friends over and saying, listen to this guy talk. And they just loved it. They thought it was, they were drunk. I mean, you know, oh, Lord. and uh, kind of yuppies, but they just, you know, thought it was cute. Right. But, um, but the thing is, is that, you know, I, I'm no, I mean, yeah, I've, I've trained in accents, but, if I can do it, fucking Warwick Davis can do it, you right. know, and uh, but he didn't <laughs> and nobody nobody told him to. That's a problem. You're going to go to that much effort to to like do his makeup, which I actually kind of like the makeup. Didn't mind it at all. Yeah, it was, it looked, it's creepy looking. Yeah. So you're going to go to that effort, but you're not going to you're not going to give your Irish an Irish accent like hmm, no, yeah, that's a, that's a misstep. Um and and everybody likes Warwick Davis. He's a pretty likable little. Oh my god! Fella. Yeah, who doesn't like Warwick? If you like, even if you don't know Warwick Davis, odds are he has played one of your, you know, a character you love in movies. Yeah, or he's just been in a dream sequence, which apparently <laughs> every dream sequence has to involve a dwarf. So right, very true. But uh, um, but no, yeah, that's so so that that was bad. But there's um. There's also did some you read just, that he is the one who kind of made it a comedy? Like he added a lot of the jokes. Well, here's the thing. Yes, I did read that. Which I mean I, makes sense because I don't think of him as a writer, and I'm sure he was just like this kind of blows, and I know my name's <laughs> going to be on it, so I got to do something with it. So kudos to him for at least the effort. But dude, if you're doing a comedy, you gotta hire someone who can write comedy. Yeah, funny make something funny. Yeah, not just yeah. like, oh, I wrote down 10 things I thought of that are Irish related. I'll just say those. Yeah, exactly. And and along the lines of what you said, yes, comedies should include funny material. <laughs> that's that's kind of like right. a prerequisite. And the lines that people say, you know what, when there are quote unquote jokes in this movie, it's kind of like if you ever known somebody that really doesn't have any sort of clever sense of humor, but they're just loud and brash enough to like spit stupid shit out. That isn't right. even funny. Yeah. And uh, that's what this movie is. It is a movie version of that kind of person. Yeah. And so, you know what they're going for, but back to what you said about, about them creating that tonal shift in the movie and, and deciding to lean towards comedy. I never know how to take that. I never know. I never know if I should believe that when it's said in retrospect, because right. it can, it can be a really convenient way to just mop up. What's a cra What is a crappy movie? Yeah. Cause humor <laughs> is subjective and you can be like, well, we found it funny at the time. Like we were intending to do a comedy. Sorry. The humor fell flat for you, but what we no bullshit. You had a garbage thing. <laughs> we're trying to do something with it. And you, and you made some really bad casting choices too. Like the one guy that, um, that you mentioned from uh, that was in uh, Pee Wee, uh, Pee Wee's, yeah. And he was, I think he was also in Teen Wolf, wasn't he? He wasn't Teen Wolf, yeah. So that guy, shoot it, fat boy, <laughs> right? That guy is does like kind of snooty and pissy really well. Like that's kind of his thing. He's more, yeah. he's more of a negative. arrogant, yeah, yeah. And so they try to make him a. Uh, 
like a, a mentally challenged person and this, and it does not come off at all. No. In fact, it's pretty insulting and it just doesn't even fit him. Like it doesn't fit him as a, as a, his vibe, you no. know, you're, you're, nobody's paying attention to the vibe that this guy as an actor, who's probably a nice, but he puts out that kind of smarmy vibe. And then you try to make him the lovable mentally challenged one. No. no yeah. No. And the mentally challenged bit was so, uh, it was not even, it was this weird, like didn't go far enough, but I'm glad it didn't, you know? Um, but there, there, there's nothing he does where you're like, this guy, uh, needs help right right like uh oh a guy a painter listen no <laughs> no disrespect to the rural regions of our country uh we as a government have failed you as far as public education goes uh so i understand a guy whose job in the middle of nowhere north dakota as a painter is probably not going to be the brightest guy right yeah but, so there's that he played that guy, which was fine. Like at some point, the little kid is like, we're going to get you an operation to fix your brain. I'm like, from what? Like he accidentally swallowed a coin once. Well, no, I think they tried. Which, I think <laughs> that character is supposed to be. Um, we, we used to say once. Is he like a, a like a Lenny from? Yeah, <laughs> he's supposed to be. Yes, exactly. He's supposed to be mentally. Um, we used to say mentally retarded. I I, I don't want to. <laughs> mentally disabled. I, I, I just don't know if mentally disabled. Dude, if like, this shitty movie brings us down because we're too <laughs> insensitive, we're going to be really <laughs> mad. But either way, the guy, a lot guess, of there's a lot of ground to cover we've got short people we've got mentally challenged people <laughs> yeah listen yeah. people undereducated this, yeah. yeah undereducated <laughs> please we're doing the best we can to yeah. handle this as gingerly as possible yeah, for we, a movie that deserves no respect at all yeah and there was that line at the end where he's like i did a smart thing <laughs> i did a smart thing didn't i and it's like God, this is almost like that's the kind of line and the kind of scene that somebody makes when they're trying to make fun of somebody creating a bad movie scene. Like right. it, it is it is like a send up of bad writing and bad acting. But this they actually meant it like that's the worst part. And it's yeah. it's terrible. And, you know, where else does it go wrong? everywhere the one thing that i thought was a little goofy um since we're just jumping around here let's go yeah um the the leprechaun's powers now oh. i'm mm. i'm i'm no expert i know that they're like two to three feet tall that they are of like the fairy lineage sure. and background um I they like to play tricks on people they live in trees and and in caves and stuff i i, I know the basics but Something, you know, you'll be watching this movie and then all of a sudden he'll like, like uh, what I want to say, just like materialize. Yeah. Like just <laughs> like travel through time and space. And it's just like, when, where did that power come from? Right. And he has do, just like, like ungodly control over like, like he can ride a tricycle 60 miles an hour. Like he's able to pedal his legs. Yeah. Like it's, if you of, understand anything about physics and how small of like a rotation a fucking tricycle is and how much you need to power that thing 
Yeah. He follows them. He follows them on a tricycle. But he, but yeah, I'm glad you brought it up because I was like, okay, is he just magical or is he feral? Because he seems to say he seems to be without his powers. He has no problem just eating people or eating parts of people. Like he loves just biting people. I guess he never really eats anyone. He's just always kind of gnawing on someone. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And um, I, it basically, I think his powers are you know, suspiciously aligned with whatever they need to do in the movie at that moment. (laughs) Oh, let's just give him that power. Okay. Now we can do the scene. Um, So yeah, that's, that's what's happening there, but you're right. Like I've never, (laughs) if somebody says the word leprechaun, cannibalism isn't the first thing that comes to mind. (laughs) That's maybe it's me. Maybe I'm missing something, but uh, they were probably like, you know, because when you deal with someone who's magic, you run into the problem of since we really have no a basis of what magic does, it's up to you. But can you, you know, do you make them too powerful? Not powerful enough. If they're too powerful, like this, the Marvel movies run into this all the time. That's why you'll like spend a whole movie where Hulk doesn't transform into Hulk, where he could easily solve that problem because then yeah. it could easily solve that problem, you know, or like. Thor loses his hammer for home or whatever. I just rewatched all the Marvel movies. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, so yeah, he's like has powers, but he's too weak, but then seems to have unlimited power and is unstoppable. Like bullet, he's impervious to bullets. Yeah. And there's, there's no, it would be great if there was some bit where as he gained more of his gold, he was able to do different things. That would make sense. This is a very basic Thing. Like this fucking script sounds like someone took one class, someone wrote up on a board, like here's like your standard structure for a script. You want to have two or three locations. You want to have five or six characters, you know, uh, family's good. Friends are good. And then you need an antagonist. So they were like, cool. Okay. I'm at a farmhouse. Now I'm at a diner. Now I'm back at the farmhouse. Now I'm at a, uh, a, a nursing home and now I'm back at the farmhouse. Cool. I got my three locations. I've got my five characters. You know, all the fucking exposition is so like boring and um, pointless. So many, there's so many pointless things. Uh, they they have this fascination with the fucking basement. They're in the stupid basement all the time. Where, as I mentioned earlier, there is a tarantula. There are no tarantulas <laughs> in North Dakota. But she but she mentions earlier. I was asking you this earlier. She mentions they're in. New Mexico and the dad corrects are nowhere in North Dakota, but there are tarantulas in New Mexico. So I feel like there was some point where they had filmed some of this and had to change the location. That's the only thing that can make sense to me. Why they didn't just keep it New Mexico. I have no clue. Right. Like what the hell difference does it I don't make? know what New Mexico looks like. I would have believed that was New Mexico. I think it looks different Some in dirty, different parts. lightly green hills. Sure. Okay. Like, it's yeah. not like there are mountains there. Are there mountains in New Mexico? Yeah. Yeah. Of there, yeah. There are, of there are quite are. a few, actually. Yeah. I'm a well traveled man. <laughs> but either way, either way, like, as long as it's not like, I don't know, tropical, you're going to buy it as New Mexico. Just say it's New Mexico. Right. Like, I, but I, as you I, told I, me, they filmed this in California. So it wasn't even. <laughs> Right, right now there are tarantulas in California, I believe in some parts yes. of California. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. But yeah, the, <sighs> um, you're right that the movie, it, it not only suffers from uninspired structure, but just <laughs> you have to be really fucking bad to not have a scene look better 
than live theater when you put it on film. And this is what, what I mean by that is film and and just the, the shutter speed and everything just makes everything look nicer. It makes it look more refined. Um, it's kind of like when you're watching a TV show about the making of a movie. You've seen the movie before and then you see like the the uh, the camera crew just like reporting on the movie. Yeah. And you're like, oh, God, that looks like crap, yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's not on that 35 millimeter. Um, it's like this, that motion blur. A lot of TVs come with. We had to turn it off of your TV. Yes. <laughs> we watched yeah. the movie at your place and everyone immediately is like, oh, my God, turn this <laughs> off. Right. Yeah, it looks like it looks like a, like a early VHS camera. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Like when your film, quote unquote, film scene looks like it was shot on a stage in a community theater with a video camera, that's a problem. And I'm not really talking even about the actual quality of the film itself. It's that there's something no, just, yeah, the quality uninspired. of the shot. Yes. Oh, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. It's the setup of the shot. It's just two people static. It, like uh, I, just the, the first scene where they go down in the basement, it really stuck out to me because they're just kind of standing there the way they're talking to each other sounds like the first night that everyone's off book when you do a play. Yes. So everyone, like everyone does a line and then there's just the slightest pause of like, okay, right. Yes. That's that line. Now here's my line, you know, and they're reading them like they've never really fucking done them before. It's just right. Like, and a lot of like, I don't really know how to react to that. So it's, so, you know, like, a, uh, how about I go get a hotel? I don't know if you should money doesn't solve everything like oh god <laughs> what like that's a legit interaction in that movie what i just did yeah it, exactly <laughs> and it looks yeah the, the scenes look like play rehearsal is what it looks like it looks yeah. like the first time you try the lines together when you're standing up on stage and everybody has their scripts and then you run through it and then the director says okay Let's try this. And yeah. then you actually start to refine it and create something good out of it. Well, right. nobody did that, here. that. Yeah. That scene usually ends with, I'm glad we got that out of the way. Right. <laughs> right. right. Um, and so, but now it, it, the I have, if we're talking about bad acting along the way, I have a real hard time with this dad character. It just dry as fuck. Oh, yeah. That's oh why she God. thought it was New Mexico, because he is so dry. <laughs> Good point. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like like a tarantula migrated all the way from New Mexico, just sensing this man's presence. Um, but uh, yeah, he saw the weather pattern shift <laughs> as he traveled north. But uh, yeah, yeah, thank he's... God he leaves the movie halfway yeah. through. <laughs> and that's normally that's something that I probably would have been upset by because it is weird how he just completely fucking disappears because he get gets his hand bit and then he's just gone. Um, but uh, but no, that was a welcomed absence there uh, yeah. because he just wasn't adding anything. To Not it anyway. that anyone else, you know, brings much more range because she meets because our characters are. Yeah, there's the dad, there's Jennifer Aniston, and then there's these three three guys who paint right and it's one guy then the stupid guy and then a child who this fucking kid i would swear to god has been that age for three decades <laughs> like i would have told like if you would have told me he was that age in like an 80s movie and a 90s movie i would have said like absolutely i thought it was the kid from uh poltergeist for a second <laughs> that's exactly that's what i'm saying is it 
I don't think I, so. I thought it was, but I, I I had the same thought that you did. I'm like, it sure looks like that kid from Poltergeist, but there's no way that it could be unless right, he's a vampire. No way it could be. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm but, not but crazy. Yes, okay. That's who I thought it was. That was yeah. it. Poltergeist. I was trying to be like, how? Like, I know this kid was in shit before this, and yeah, yes, Poltergeist. And uh, what and, the hell? And he kind of sucks. I mean, he's oh, just a dude. kid doing his thing. He's just a dickhead kid. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's he's kind of a prick our first and- introduction to him is point blank uh, beaning the stupid guy in the face with a fucking <laughs> slingshot. Right. And then like and being a dick about it. He does have that great line at the end, though, with the fuck you, lucky charms. I mean, that's yeah. that's great. Which and- I, I have a theory on that. Why he said that. Oh, I, I know. I actually know why he said that. Oh, good. I, let, I, me that th- why, let me hear why. Let me hear your based theory. on how shallow this movie is. I'm pretty positive. I guess I can guess why. Yeah. Well, do you want me to guess why? Is? Yeah. OK, so there's a scene earlier in the movie where he I and I mentioned at the top eating off brand cereal where he's going through uh, the the leprechaun is going through the cabinets and he's pulling out all these cereals and he pulls out one that's called Lucky Clover's. Not Lucky Charms. Everything else he pulls out is the there's Raisin Bran. Everything else is of a real brand. And he eats the Lucky Clovers very excitedly. He's very excited to find them. Has a small handful of them and then spits them out. Now, my theory is that Lucky Charms did say that they could use their brand and then pulled out at the last second. So they had to change it to Lucky Clover. So then their way to get back was to say, fuck you, Lucky Charms at the end. That's that is, my theory. That is exactly right. Fuck yes. A hundred percent. A hundred times <laughs> over. A hundred percent. Right. Even to the point of, like you said, they, they had given their permission. Oh, and then when they so, saw it, they were like, this is so awful because that no. that box is covered so lazily like you oh, can yeah. see the edges of the fucking construction paper they used to <laughs> right. just paste over the front of it. Oh, yeah. Oh. But good, good instincts there. That's exactly what happened. I and, mean, it, it does. It make pays a- to be super cynical. Sometimes you can really <laughs> nail. It is kind of a fun line at the end, though. I, I, I enjoyed that bit. It is. But- and I'm sure they all like I sure if you were working hard on this movie or you thought you were uh that was like like felt like a good little dig right yeah. like no one respects our awesome leprechaun movie that we're making <laughs> and the thing is like let's just talk about that in general for a second like i'm okay with the idea of a leprechaun movie as a concept all right but this is something that people writers uh filmmakers might want to consider if you're going to go with a, a leprechaun, what's wrong with maybe making him like a sidekick. And I don't mean that in a sort of like shitty way, but why not, why not maybe test the waters a little bit that way? Like, can you imagine if you, if you combined the leprechaun with Jason Voorhees and you're running away from Jason and you get away from him and you fall down the hill and do the obligatory hit your head on a rock, but get back up and find a cabin and you see Jason like milling around 200 yards away and he doesn't know where you are. And you're like, yes, I beat Jason Voorhees. And then you turn around that little Irish fucker standing in the corner. Like that would be great. Like, sure. 
team them up with somebody, but, but just carrying its own movie. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I still think it probably could work as a concept, it but it could work. It's a fine concept. Like, as you said earlier, they just like taking a good thing and making it bad that work that can work all the time. Um, and yeah. I do like the idea of this, like, that is like, Oh sure. Like, because yes, what you, you know, at least what I knew as a kid about, the lore of leprechauns is they protected their gold. And like, that was like their main motivation was hiding their gold and trying to keep it from people. So yes, I can find it believable that in some other twisted way, if you steal the leprechauns gold, he will do whatever he can to get it back. But that's not even what the fuck happens in this movie. Like there's so many times where he just like puts the gold to the side to do some dumbass side mission that has nothing else to do with anything. I mean, he lucks out once because, yes, he does get because they take a gold coin into town and they go to a uh, the, you know, every small North Dakota town has a specific (laughs) coin collector store. Uh, So they go to the uh, which I forget what it's called now, but it, it was a weird name because like it said like collections, Bob's coins. (laughs) But I think collections was supposed to be separate. Like in this store, we have collections and the store is Bob's coins, but it was like all one thing. It said collections, Bob's coins, (laughs) maybe not Bob, but whatever Dave's coins or whatever. Uh, Yeah. And they, they give this coin to this guy and he's going to keep it overnight. And that's when, again, what are the powers of the leprechaun? Cause he's like, I'm going to put this coin in my safe and he opens the safe and the leprechaun is in the safe. Yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, a lot of, yeah. And like, as you said, they like to play tricks and there are like, that seemed to be the only thing they knew about leprechauns because so much of this movie is him like going, here I am. And then disappearing again, you know, there's a like literally four minutes with the cop where he's (laughs) popping in and out behind trees and the, and the cops like, stop it. And I'm like, stop it, please. (laughs) Um, but yeah, a lot of popping around, like, but he seems then powerless to get the gold. Yeah. And, you know? and it, it kind of, it makes you wonder, like, I mean, I, I get that, you know, we're not really concerned with other leprechauns. We're just concerned with this one, but is, is his, is he's just always murderous? Like, is he always homicidal? Right. I mean, and, and are, like if he's not trying to get his gold, is he just killing people who cross him right. in some way? Is he like a serial killer who also, is worried about his gold. Like, I mean, you get the impression that he would be killing people even if they didn't take his gold. Yeah. Um, Cause, so, yeah, Cause the shopkeeper, he gets the gold back. Yeah. And then, is, then kills him. Like you shouldn't steal a leprechaun's gold. Like, well, he didn't. Someone yeah. gave it to him, which is by the way, I mean the best kill in the movie. That's the thing. That is the one bit I remembered. Cause he goes to get a pogo stick. Of course, again, <laughs> Cause they don't know how the fuck to like make a scene or do a setting correctly in this collectible coin store. Half of it are just garbage toys, like stuffed animals and, and big toy cars. And like, why? Uh, like they were like, uh, uh, certainly he doesn't have a store full of coins. There has to be other things in his coin store. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he gets a pogo stick and like pogos on the guy. That's cl- I, I like that. That's clever. Now, now, are are we supposed to think that he like pogoed him to death? Yeah, it it's not very 
gory and doesn't show that very well because every time he lands it does not make like a puncture wound right how much do you think warwick davis weighs oh not enough to depress a pogo stick (laughs) i'm saying like i hate to say you're gonna he's gonna die from starvation tim the slope i'm on is getting very slippery But no, that guy is going to die of starvation or dehydration before he dies of any sort of internal like bleeding or bruising as a result of being pogoed on by 35 pounds. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but, it, but it's kind of a fun kill. Um, I you're not a lot of kills. They're only. Yeah. What, two kills in this movie. Three. The blood is awful. The blood work is terrible. Yeah. It's uh, it's got a real tomatoey. Uh, color to it it's it just looks like yes. stage blood tomato-y. That's a good, yeah yeah it's really bad um so <laughs> so oh we didn't even me, talk about the irish couple at the beginning though yeah yeah because yeah because the here's what i didn't get okay so the whole premise of the movie right is uh this irish uh mr o'leary O'Gre- uh Right. O'Grady. 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 Mr. O'Grady. He returns home. He's in a limo. He's wearing a very ill-fitted suit. (laughs) Did not have time to get that thing tailored. Uh, But he tells his wife, he's like, look, I found a leprechaun. I took his gold. We're set for life. Now, the leprechauns in his luggage. Did he stow away in there or did he capture the leprechaun and bring him home? That's what I didn't understand. It's a good question. And I, a quick uh, tangent. What I also didn't understand, the leprechaun uses a like a small child's voice to get mm-hmm. the woman to open it. Why is it doing the voice of an American child? Right. Right. Like, wouldn't it be because he was coming from Ireland and he's did, talking to an Irish woman, talking to an Irish woman. He uh, himself should be Irish, should be Irish stressed. Um, <laughs> yes. But then he does the voice of a young like a six-year-old american girl yeah i don't know your choice that's yeah that's it that's the the, the, here neither here nor there yeah and it's just yeah another one of those power things where it's like by the you're halfway through this movie and you're like is this leprechaun the literally the most powerful character of any movie of all time like it's ridiculous yeah um but uh there was something I was going to say about uh, about you've mentioned this. You're kind of hinting at it when you're you're sort of quoting his lines or imitating him. I think that Warwick Davis probably could have done something better with this character other than obviously fixing the accent is number one. But it feels like nobody counted how many times they have him just giggle and hop out. Like you're saying, it's like, if somebody would have watched that, we would, they would have been like, Hey, we can't do that for like the 17th time because that's all he's doing. And um, it really, you know, it it sounds kind of funny to say, like, I think that the leprechaun lacked, you know, depth of character, you know, isn't something that you'd normally say. But really, I I think that his character was so one faceted that uh, that was a huge missed opportunity Um, because you've got the you've got the opportunity to make him like a uh, I like a Freddy Krueger, really. I mean, you you can go any different direction. You can give him like tons of personality or tons. If you want to give him these stupid one-liners and stuff, yeah. but half the time, the the stuff that he says 
isn't even actually a, a joke. It's just something that they think sounds Irish. Right. Because, yeah. It, yeah. If I say a children's rhyme here. Right. That, yeah. He does like a whole like ring around the rosy as he's as he's knocking a pickup truck over with a go-kart. <gasps> oh, yeah. Let's not forget there, that. Because yeah, some... he's driving. Here's Jesus Christ. He's driving at the truck, right? <laughs> he's got like a pitchfork on the end of it. So I'm like, oh, cool. It's going to like go through the door and like stab someone in the leg or something. But no, it hits the truck and just fucking flips the truck. Like, who is is the pitchfork doing that? Like you pitch hay, so they're like, oh, like pitch the truck over. As I as the go kart was approaching the truck, I actually had enough time to think to myself, hmm, what are they going to do here? <laughs> like I like, are they going to put like a real big dent in there? And and like even that's going to be just silly if if they're going to break out the windows or something. I did not expect for the vehicle to literally rise up into the air and flip over like multiple times and then land like yeah. that was that's when i'm like oh my god like who, to which then the leprechaun goes to find them in the truck and they're gone like what normally happens is like the powerful bad guy like escapes somehow from this situation where you would have seen him escape from you know somehow four fucking people got out of this truck and he didn't see where they went and they're just hiding behind a log six feet away everyone thinks there's even another scene where uh, the dude, I don't even remember what the dude, we haven't even talked about the, the, the male, uh, uh, Nathan, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. By Ken, uh, played by Ken Olant. This fucking stick in the mud. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and another one of those, like we've talked about before, like, that's just like that fucking eighties face like that. Yeah. And it, and this movie was made in what? 90, 93. 93 but he he just looks like that sort of yeah like, he had been doing a lot in the 80s yeah but he TV work i think he was like he just has that look about him where it's like somebody somewhere thinks he's attractive like i i, I see what yeah, they're kind of saying dude yeah but it's still just, just that kind of like weird sort of i don't know possum face let me ask you this was there supposed to be chemistry between him and uh, jennifer aniston <laughs> I think so. I think that, <laughs> yes, there was supposed to be. Because when we, and here's the thing that kind of drives me nuts about this movie, even the shit that seems like it should be where you just be like, oh, how like rote and stereotypical where like, because she's about to leave and runs into him. And so in your, in your regular movie, she's like, oh, this dude's hot and I'm feeling good downstairs. I'm just kind of stuck in the middle of nowhere. I might as well have some fun. Um, so dad, I'm going to stay instead, but no, her motivation for staying is because he was like, huh, you're afraid of spiders. Let me just make one thing clear. A lot of normal functioning <laughs> adults are afraid of spiders. All right. It is one of the most common fears. So, <laughs> to shame someone of being afraid of a gargantuan tarantula that shouldn't be there. Yes. Not native to the state. <laughs> yeah. Not native to the state. So yeah. So it's this weird, her motivation to stay is to like prove this dude wrong. And like the way they flirt is the fucking worst uh, when they're like painting the side of the house. And this is one of those like 
no, no one thought any of this stuff out. Cause he's like, here, start from the corners. They don't start from a corner while she, he's telling her to do that. So she's like <laughs> painting like one stripe on this window shutter. And you know, and it's just like this, ah, oh, well, um, I got to go get a new can of paint. She's like, I'll show you how to get a can of paint. Like this is them flirting. Right. And the thing is, it's like we it's complicated by the fact that like we were talking about earlier, we're not really sure what her age is. So and it's almost like they even know that they're not sure if they should be doing this or not. And it's it leaves the audience uh, like asking, like, is it okay if he flirts with her? Like, is it okay if they mess around? Like, you know, he's even like standing behind her, showing her like get in a little close. Like, do I, do I have to direct this fucking movie for you? Get in a little close, touch her hand and help her paint, you know, get some physical contact in there, closeness in there. Have there be an awkward moment about having to get paint, not just like a, well, we need more paint. Yeah. I think he's resting very heavily on the fact that he just has like a sleeveless shirt on. Like that's, that's, he put on his sleeveless shirt. He's looking good and he doesn't need to do much else. Yeah. Nor does he. The dad also, uh, at least he like kind of reads there's a vibe going on here, but he <laughs> seems shocked. I'm sorry, dude. If you uh, see two attractive young people together, I'm not going to be like, what? do they find each other attractive? That's weird. Well, if there's one thing that dad character can recognize, it's chemistry. I mean, that guy is just bubbling with it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it's it's bizarre. I never know. I never know which way to take it. And if I'm not mistaken, because um, we always usually make a, a mention of whether there is or isn't any in movies. Is there any sex of any kind? Is no. there any nudity? No, no nudity, no sex. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> no. And it was, I mean, I, I don't even really remember what this is. Is this PG 13? This oh, has it, to be PG 13. Cause I think she says fuck once, but I'm not sure because I, Oh, it's gotta be R. I'm thinking that it's R with that, uh, with that violent time. I think they would have given that an R, but which, I don't know which one. No, dude, we love gore and violence. We're not giving that an R. Like, no, like, as you said, the blood works terrible. It's just people getting bitten. Like, although there is one time where the leprechaun loses a hand, he's impervious to bullets, but a wooden door will slice that hand clean off at the wrist. Right. But is it rated R, though? I don't know. (laughs) Well, either way, it's like if you've got yourself an R, if you've got an R rating, throw a little something in there. Spice it up a little bit. Yeah, because I think she only says fuck once, which is like the magic PG-13 yeah. rule. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, yeah. I've got to know. I know if I look up a leprechaun rating, it's just going to be like uh, f- 5%. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is rated R. Oh, my God. What a yeah. wasted R rating. That's what I'm saying. Like, your movie sucks as it is. It's not overly long. So throw a, a little bone in, in, in there. I mean, yeah. let us see a little something. Where's the sizzle? Yeah, like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I I feel like it just debases people. But, yeah, I wanted to see those two. <laughs> 
do something like do they even hug ever i have and not I that have you no... have to have it not that you have to have it but this movie has nothing so i need something yeah like i guess if you're going for well we don't want it just to be like a stereotypical oh look these two hot people hook up but fucking to have them not do anything is even worse the biggest guess... character growth is her pumping a shotgun like that's like the biggest moment but am i supposed to think that she has used a shotgun before because he's like have you ever used one of those before and she cocks it and is like no so was that was that a joke has she i didn't get or has she all of a sudden become like strong and independent and and just like it's one of those like no but i'm strong and so i inherently know how to use this violent weapon now yeah that didn't that didn't read at all i didn't dwell on it too long because i did not care yeah, the, I found myself drifting and uh, like literally in and out of consciousness. I, I fell asleep a couple of times. <laughs> One thing that did grab my attention was, and I don't want to be like objectifying here, but I, I, Jennifer Aniston has a little bit more butt than I thought she had, which I enjoyed. Sure. I mean, it's not, it, she's no J-Lo, but I mean, there's a, something going I didn't ever, didn't ever notice that before. So yeah. good on her. Uh, yeah. Uh, my wife commented on her legs. Well, and and the the obsessive, repetitive shots of her L.A. gear high tops like they they have to zoom in on that thing. It's probably at least three times. I forgot to mention the L.A. gear high tops. Boy, that's not they didn't pull. There was no fuck you L.A. gear at the end of this movie. (laughs) No, they dare not say that. Uh, The world just kind of gave its own fuck you to L.A. gear like years after this movie's made. All right. Let's let's get to the end of this movie, because here's how you kill a leprechaun, Tim. You got to touch him with a four leaf clover. Yeah. Yeah. That, that might work. Which is fine. At the beginning, uh, Mr. O'Grady, he uses a four leaf clover to subdue the leprechaun in a very weird way. Mm -hmm. Cause he acts very afraid of it. Like it's a fucking crucifix to a vampire. Yeah. He does get shot once and then it is like done and he gets put in a crate. Now, now we're in present day. Right. So, um, yeah, they find out uh, because she goes to the nursing home where Mr. O'Grady still is. He had a stroke before he could kill the leprechaun at the beginning um, and just never made it back to the house or was like, hey, uh, kill that thing in the basement or anything like that. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a weird moment where because she gets there. Uh, it's not Mr. O'Grady. It's the leprechaun because he uh-huh. has fashioned some other vehicle i don't even remember how he followed her there do they show because he's in that he's in the little plastic toy car he's in the yeah. go-kart yeah i don't i don't think anyway. they showed how he got he's just there in the chair right. yeah he's got 99 pieces of gold he can teleport around like he's full <laughs> teleportation now right he's thanos he's got the space stone i would just rewatch the marvel movies <laughs> uh so yeah then as she's escaping in the elevator, Mr. O'Grady then slams through the top of the elevator and he's still alive. Like, where the fuck did he come from? Yeah, and, that, and he <laughs> delivers his lines in such a kind of funny way. It's almost like, I mean, he's hanging from the top of the elevator, but it's almost like he's sort of just lounging on his side, kind of <laughs> like, like he's just like putting together full sentences, you know, just kind of like you might want to think about trying this and See yeah. if this works, and I I hope it you know all turns out well for you. And he's just kind of like leisurely. Yeah, I mean I know that he's trying to play dying, but it's coming off as more just relaxed. And this is the first time 
Jennifer Aniston really shows any emotion. It's so over the top. Like her face is littered with tears, like <laughs> like six or seven drops and streaks going on here. Uh, so yeah, she finds out you kill him with a four leaf clover and he's like, find one in the clover patch at the house. So you're like, oh, cool. There's going to be a big clover patch. Tim, how big would you say this clover patch is? Were you awake at this part? I did. Yeah, I was awake <laughs> for this. Um, if it's the if if I was seeing the entirety of the clover patch, it has it to looked, be. It looked like it was maybe two feet by three feet. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's just a little, it's a patch. It is a literal patch surrounded by dirt. <laughs> right, right. And they're like freaking out, like, we'll never find one in here. Like you had three minutes tops, you could find one. You think so? I used to, it's summer camp. I used well, to. Well, I mean, I'm saying if there, if for sure there is one yeah. in that size, yes. Right. Now, I did look it up. What are the odds? One out of 5,000. It's hard. Finding a four leaf clover. I, we yeah. would sit there at, at uh, the summer camp by the hour and just pick through clover, trying to find uh, a four leaf clover. And I've I, I found one before. I mean, it's not impossible, but yeah, it's, it's not easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that final, that whole final death scene with the leprechaun. I mean, there is a laundry list of ridiculousness happening there. Yeah. And uh, you can just kind of take your pick. Um, the fact that uh, now the, the makeup, it gets kind of interesting because he sort of melts when the, the kid shoots the clover into yeah. him. Oh, yeah. We come back. We have a good call back to the slingshot. The kid yeah. wraps the clover in gum and then shoots it right down his throat. Yeah. So he's kind of melting from the inside. It's kind of cool, I guess. Like, but then they eat, but then they have to cut to that weird. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. It's like that weird stroby slow-mo that they have. Like, yeah. it, like that. It's 90- where you don't film it in slow-mo. And so then yeah. you don't have the right amount of frames to fill it up. So they're just like, it's that post slow-mo where you're just like, well, you just show fewer frames over a period of time. And anytime that that's used, you know that they filmed some sort of action sequence that did not look good at <laughs> right. all. So what do you do? Slow it down. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we like a, uh, uh, the mutilator, the pool scene where he pops yeah. out of the pool. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> but and then he has to, you know, uh, when when he does go down the well and then he comes back up and I just laughed out loud when he just has the totally different voice like <laughs> i want me more yeah that yeah it was but actually probably the best voice of the entire movie well there is one other part and i was like oh that's actually kind of spooky because the little kid alex i think is his name is uh-huh. like setting up a trap in the barn also quick tangent uh, i really noticed it in this scene there is so much like uh uh at post added not even really adr where they're like they're redoing what someone is saying on the screen but it's like that just voiceover where they're yeah. off screen and like this part where the kid's setting a, up a trap like he doesn't shut up like you just hear him whispering like please don't come early i hope he doesn't come here before i get this set up please just don't show up like no just have him set up the trip like yeah or like you know get the thing on the porch i'm getting it are you okay oh, i'm okay you know like everyone's talking non-stop if they're on camera or off camera it's aggravating um but while he's setting up that trap you're kind of like zooming out in the barn 
<clears throat> to the very end of the shot, we just see these legs kind of like, like he's sitting up on the loft. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's like doing this weird dialect and kind of whispering it. And I was like, Ooh, that's kind of scary. And it almost sounds like it's running backwards. It's like real yeah. creepy sounding. Yeah. Yeah. What? Where was that? The whole movie. Right. We could have used a lot more of that. Oh. But yeah, you're right. That that bad overdubbing, and especially with, I mean, it runs rampant with uh, uh, with the leprechaun himself. I oh, mean, they're just God. inserting shit about. And the thing is, like, what really bugs me about that is like, if when you if you can't calibrate the sound to where it even maybe sounds like it's actually coming from that room from that person, right. then it just completely takes you out of it. Like it's it's. Why couldn't you have just recorded, you know, filmed him no, actually the cop, the cop that pulls the leprechaun over that that's oh, some yeah. bad ADR. Oh, that was awful. No emotion. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. the thing dies and, and then they burn the well down. Right. And and yet and yet there are how many sequels? Oh, six, I think they even do like. I think they have a sequel that's in the hood. Yeah. And then I think in the hood, in the hood. Yeah. And then they even go back to the hood. Yeah. In another sequel. That was by far, I think one of the most successful ones, because I think you had a lot of rappers in it. So like it's fun. It was at least fun. Oh, okay. Dog in that, or he was in a different horror movie in the hood, right? Tales from the hood. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think go Hollywood just milking that hood. <laughs> Jesus. I think that there are a total, if I'm not mistaken, of seven. Yeah. Leprechaun I mean, movies. by four, they're in space. They like <laughs> jump to space real fast. Yeah. Wow. Um, I will not be watching any of the sequels. No. Um, I have zero interest in that. I, I do I, remember watching in space. I feel like I saw two, maybe three, but I remember nothing about them. Yeah. And they, those were just like, why not? You know, I'm in college. Yeah, sure. I'm not doing anything. This will be fun. No. You know what? Now that I say that I'm not going to watch them, I'm sort of like <laughs> weirdly like, just so intrigued by what, yeah, how the hell how much worse it can get or does it get i, it's I don't gotta imagine it get gets better. better it has to get better <laughs> you would think but something tells me that uh yeah i don't think that they can get this uh train back on the tracks i i i, I don't know maybe maybe warwick davis starts to, is he in all of them does does he ever pick <clears throat> oh, yeah. up an irish accent i, I don't um, know but he is in all of them they don't get a different other uh little person no. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, if you want to see some good Warwick Davis is in, uh, watch anything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any of his other. No, movies. what was I thinking of? Oh, uh, I think you've seen it. The the that uh, he did a show with Ricky Gervais, um, called uh, oh god, it's some sort of pun on being short or something like that. Okay, I don't remember, but anyway. Uh, I encourage everyone to look this up. It's hilarious. He does. They they do a scene where he's in like Ricky Gervais's office and um, Liam Neeson stops by because he wants to get into comedy. Just uh-huh. that scene of him doing comedy with uh, Ricky Gervais. Everyone look it up. It's great. Warwick Davis is in the scene. He's not really a part of the scene, uh, but that's a much better uh, Warwick Davis 
artistic venture than this is and it's so video. is willow so is any harry potter movie so are any star wars movie uh what else is warwick davis been in he's been in a lot of stuff and that that scene that you mentioned with liam neeson just gives us video evidence that warwick davis has in fact heard an irish accent before <laughs> right. like he can't he can't play dumb <laughs> on that like i know you've heard it that's what it sounds like sound like that guy Ugh. yeah yeah, this movie, you know, gosh, I, I'd like to think that our loyal listeners uh, know that I I especially try to like just about everything. And man, I just didn't like this movie. I, I would love I would love to tell people like this is so stupid. It's so fun. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. but It's hilarious. It's dumb, but like Warwick Davis, like it's, he's worth it. Yeah. But, he's but no, no, no. There's yeah, it's just. If if you want stupid fun, I can think of 15 movies that are way better than this. It's not yeah. it's not even bad enough to be fun. It's it's just bad enough to even be even as a huge star's first movie. Give me he knows you're alone a thousand times over. Oh yeah. Leprechaun. Oh yeah. Um it's the night again. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's just and by that i mean uh cut my head off and put me in a fish <laughs> tank before i have to watch this again all right Tim, oh, man. can we stop talking about this movie yes yeah yeah awesome. we can we can well that's 1993's leprechaun none of us uh, recommend it i recommend delete just delete this episode so you never <laughs> see the title and go maybe i should check that movie out no like eliminate all references of it uh, from your life. Uh, So Tim, I mean, normally I have like this big, long rambling thing, but guess what I can say now? Check out our website, slumberpodcastmassacre.com. It's got all our relevant social information. Also, um, it doesn't have our Patreon stuff yet though. So I will say, please uh, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash slumberpodcastmassacre. Uh, uh, All we ask is three bucks. Um, what does three bucks get you? Uh, you get to know what movies we're doing a month ahead of time. Uh, and it's a way to support the show. So it's like, you know, a little give and take here. We'll give you something. You give us something, you know, you got a website now, got a website now. We're legit. Yeah. We've made it. We've arrived. Yeah. It's in its early stages, but it works. You can go there and listen to the show. Uh, or you can still find us wherever you find all your favorite podcasts. Cool. Um, so Tim also, uh, like, Oh, next week, duh. Next week. Uh, this is a listener request. It is from 2009. Sam Raimi drag me to hell. That is a good one. Yeah. That's uh, a nice palate cleanser oh. after this garbage. Whew. Yeah. What a, what a swing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll be fun. I yeah. can't wait. I can't wait either. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I think that's it. Oh yeah. Also I've been meaning to say, um, throw us a, a, cause there's a thing on our, on our website now where it kind of can pull uh, like reviews. So like, please like uh, go to your favorite podcast thing and like rate us uh, and, and review us. Yeah. It shows up on our website now. There's like two and we don't want to look like chumps. Yeah, I'd love to hear a review. Yeah, even if it's negative, I don't care. Yeah. Troll me, bring yeah. it. But but if you want to make it positive, yeah. But please, that's great. You yeah. know, there's like you know aggregate 
stuff that puts us on higher search engines. So shut off. I mean, yeah. we're just trying to put a show together here, people. <laughs> okay, Tim, do you have anything else to say about 1993's Leprechaun? Not a damn thing. <laughs> No, I don't. For the first time. No, I am. I am. Uh, I think we've said all that you could say and probably more. So uh, glad that we saw it. You know what? I will say this, though. I am tired of crap movies getting more respect than they deserve. And this is and I'm going to put this movie on that list because I had not seen this movie before, so I had no right to say if it was good, bad, or or anything. Mm-hmm. But if somebody out there, and I don't like to be too confrontational, but if somebody out there is like, oh, I love Leprechaun, that's so much fun. I'm going to be like, no, it sucks. Yeah, And I'm going to say that like forcefully because- the movie blows. And so I am not going to sit here Never and defend been it. more confident in something. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, some, I think sometimes, especially with horror movies, I think sometimes people will like things just because there is some name recognition there. Like, oh, people have heard of Leprechaun and I don't want to pretend like I'm not familiar with it. So I'm going to say it's awesome. No, call it out if you want. It right. sucks. But I do. Yeah. Right. But, but for that reason... I'm glad that we watched it just so that we know that it sucks. Yeah. I'm just glad I watched it. Cause now I know that biodegradable paint exists. Yeah. That's, that's what I always look for in my film viewing. <laughs> <laughs> what can right. I learn about well, paint? Um, but Hey, it's uh, don't let this rain on your St. Patty's day parade. Uh, still enjoy the holiday, have fun. Yeah. Uh, safely it, from your safely, home. safely have fun drunkenly, safely have fun and, uh, have a wonderful, wonderful St. Patty's day. It's a, it's a holiday near and dear to my heart. And, um, I'm going to have a great time. I hope all of you do too. And, uh, so don't let this movie bring you down. You can, you can fix this. Go out and get some Guinness, drink it and feel better right on all right we'll see you next week tim bye bye